One of the ideas that I think sometimes people misinterpret or misunderstand about me and my work is this notion that somehow I say that retroactive jealousy is always 100% irrational. There are never any such thing as a red flag in anyone's past. You should always stay with that person. You should always try to fix the relationship. And of course, that's not true. That's a ridiculous idea. Sometimes there are glaring red flags in someone's present or in their past that you should absolutely pay attention to that are worthy of further interrogation and sometimes red flags that are probably indicative of a serious deal breaker. In other words, sometimes there are red flags in someone's present or past that might genuinely indicate you're not a good match for that person moving forward and breaking up is the right decision. But before you make that decision, because it is a big life decision, any breakup or divorce, that's, that's a big deal. Before you make that decision, I think you should spend some time thinking about a few ideas. And in today's video, that's exactly what I'm going to share with you. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them sort through questions of values and compatibility with their partner. If you'd like more information about my work, or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, so you've been thinking about breaking up with your partner for some time. This decision has been kind of gnawing at you. You feel like you've done enough uh, investigation or you've asked enough questions or you've gotten the sense from your partner that something is definitely off with their present or with their past and you've made the decision to break up. The first suggestion I have for you before you actually bring up this topic with your partner before you actually break up is make sure you aren't ignoring all of the green flags rather than focusing only on all the red flags. So I've recorded other videos on relationship green flags. In case you don't know what it is, a green flag is basically the opposite of a red flag. Red flags are potential warning signs of problematic either present or future behavior. Green signs are the opposite. Green signs say go. Green signs are basically indications that this person has good values, that you're compatible, you have compatible lifestyles, you have compatible life goals, you know, they, they're trustworthy, things like that. Things like clarity, emotional maturity, uh, emotional stability, the ability to negotiate with this person, the ability to trust this person, you know, love, uh, affection, things like that. These are all green flags. These are just examples. Maybe you can see my other video above my head on relationship green flags. My point is, be sure you aren't focusing 100% on the red flags. It's important to take note of any red flags that may come up. But we've all got red flags to a certain extent. I do, I'm sure you do as well. And it's important to realize that you were attracted to this person for a reason. You entered into some kind of dating or relationship arrangement with this person for a reason. There was something that drew your heart to them. There was something that drew you to them in the first place. It's important to keep that in mind. Make sure you aren't only focusing on all the red flags. Think about all the green flags as well. Another suggestion, make sure you're thinking hard about the difference between rational jealousy and what I would consider irrational jealousy. This is a big topic. I don't have time to get into all the nuts and bolts in this today. You can see maybe uh, my YouTube editor will put a video above my head about rational jealousy or listening to your intuition, that kind of thing. The point is, be sure to own what is somewhat irrational. You know, things you're worrying about that really aren't a big deal, that are very normal in the 21st century, you know, that aren't a serious red flag and differentiate that between rational jealousy. For example, just as a classic example, let's say the person you're dating did a dumb thing one night, uh, you know, went home with someone that 
probably wasn't a good idea, okay? Now, no one in a relationship is going to love the thought about their partner being with anyone else, period. And if you're so obsessed with that situation, if you can't stop thinking about it and all the rest, that might qualify as irrational jealousy as far as I'm concerned. However, let's say your partner has been lying to you about all kinds of things and maybe they slept with their ex recently or maybe they've cheated on three of their past four boyfriends. To my mind, that is very rational jealousy. There's a reason that you're picking up on these signals. That's serious red flags. You spot the difference. This is an extreme example. The point is to think a little bit harder about what is irrational jealousy in your situation and what might be a little more rational. Another piece of advice, if you're a retroactive jealousy sufferer, remember that your next partner will also have a past. It might be less colorful than your current partner's past. It might be more colorful. It's the 21st century. Everyone's swiping furiously on dating apps, or at least most people are. You know, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's simply a fact of dating and a fact of life and a fact of relationships in the 21st century that we've all got somewhat of a past, or at least 99% of us. So make sure you realize that your next partner will have a past and it might be more uh, colorful <laughs> than your current partner's past. That's certainly a possibility. Another point that I feel very strongly about, if you're making this decision to break up, don't do what so many guys do. I think women do this less, but I know so many guys do this. Don't give yourself an out. By an out, I mean the guy rationalization that says, okay, well, I'm gonna break up with her. I'll try being single for a little while, but we can always get back together later. Doesn't work. On again, off again relationships don't work for a reason. You know, A relationship is like a plate. You break it once, maybe you can fix it, which is a big maybe, but it's never gonna be the same again. If you break up and get back together and you're just torturing her and just making a mess of your life and all this chaos and stuff, it doesn't serve anybody, it doesn't serve you, it certainly doesn't serve your soon-to-be ex-girlfriend or present girlfriend or whatever. It's a messy thing to do. I really think when you break up, you need to think rationally about this and think, if I break up with this woman, this is it. I'm not going to give myself that mental out of, oh, well, I can always get back with her. Because number one, you probably can't. <laughs> Women tend to handle breakups a lot better than a lot of men realize. You know, I'm sure she'll be moving on with her life faster than you think. And secondly, even if you could get back together again, it's never going to be the same. Don't give yourself an out. If you're making this decision, that's it. And that's the way to think about it. Before you actually pull the trigger and bring this conversation up with your partner, before you actually talk about this, I would say, Sleep on it, you know, don't do anything rash, sleep on it, and then sleep on it again. In other words, give yourself a couple of days and a couple of nights to really mull it over. You know, you can talk to a, perhaps a coach or a friend who you trust or, you know, get some feedback on what you're feeling and get some outside perspective that can be so incredibly valuable. You know, I'll take a minute to plug my own services here, but I've worked with a lot of men in this position, dealing with breakups or mulling over breakups or thinking about red flags and what is actually a red flag and what is my intuition, what should I be paying attention to. It's an area uh, of work that I really enjoy actually, We're helping guys sort through their values and sort through these questions. But if you don't wanna deal with me, that's totally fine. The point is, make sure you're having some kind of a sounding board. You're actually getting outside feedback on this, at least a little bit from someone you trust and give yourself a couple of days to really sleep on it, sleep on it again, and really mull it over properly before you make some kind of rash decision that again, you can never take back. And finally, I would say, if your decision is final, if you really feel like this is what you need to do, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that's the right choice. I've been there, you've probably been there too. Sometimes breaking up, moving on, is simply the right choice. But I would say, if you do this, if you make this decision, practice kindness, practice empathy. 
my whole attitude for my dating life and my relationship life and all the rest is I'm not going around trying to determine, you know, are you a good person? You know, am I a better person than you? Are you a, insert pejorative here, you know, the, the names that a lot of men call a lot of women. That's not the attitude. It doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't make me feel good about me. My attitude is I'm trying to determine fit. And if we're not a good fit, that's okay. You know, there are plenty of fish in the sea. Then I'll move on. You'll move on. Everyone's going to be more than okay. The point is not to be cruel and say terrible things to this person and mess up their brain for their next relationship, maybe for the rest of their dating or relationship life. Practice kindness. Practice empathy. You know, it's the 21st century. Again, it's a very, very complicated sexual marketplace out there. Dating is very complicated. In some ways, more complicated and fraught with complication and potential peril than it ever has been before. So whatever you do, however you approach this topic, the actual art of breaking up is a bit of an art, which maybe I'll talk about in another video. The point is, however you approach that conversation with your partner, practice kindness, practice empathy. They're probably doing their best in life, making mistakes along the way, the same as you. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.